G'day mate, 40 here, so remember when I was basically bedridden by chronic fatigue syndrome, had to leave UCLA, largely live at my parents' home in Newcastle, California, between about 1989 and 1993, and I got frustrated with my stepmother, so I thought she wasn't listening to me, and uh, she re relayed my frustration to her friend Katie. And Katie said to her, Luke is just frustrated because, you know, he's not at UCLA. If he, if he were at UCLA, you know, in normal health, he'd have 500 people paying attention to him. But now he's sick, he's stuck at home. They're the only person that can pay attention to him. And right now he's a wounded young god. And so I think I, I understand something about types like Richard Spencer... Uh, Bronze Age pervert, uh, Jack Murphy, the, the former gay porn star turned conservative commentator, a uh, deep left jerkle aka Kenneth Brown, uh, Curtis Yarvin, Mencius Smallbuck. Uh, I recognize in them you know, something that I recognize in myself, and that is this blasphemous desire to be worshipped as a god. Right? When you don't have a family, right, you have to try to fill that hole, you know, that need for excitement and attention and purpose and meaning in your life. And so you'll go to all sorts of absurd lengths to try to fill that hole. Same with like Alan Bloom, who was obsessed with the you know, sexual, sexuality with students. Yeah, I mean, Ken Brown, Jack Murphy, Bronze Age pervert, they all have this you know, desperate need to be worshipped as a god, you know, to be adored by a young man, and, you know, let's just say that they have a great need for very intense relationships with men, that uh, normal people, you know, get these needs met through being married to a woman with family. But when people like me, you know, don't have a family, Right, we, we get this absurd need for meaning, purpose, attention. And there's something to fill the hole in our soul. And so not only does our narcissism make it more difficult for us to get married, right, makes it more difficult for us to sustain relationships, but it also then our isolation, it becomes more and more tempting to fill that hole in our soul with you know, ever more grandiose visions of ourselves, and to devote ourselves to you know, pursuits like writing or live streaming to try to get admiration. And so I, I see you know, Jack Murphy, Ken Brown, Bronze Age Mindset, Richard Spencer, you know, this ne and myself, you know, this never-ending desire for attention and approval and for watching Luke on the one point five I guess this never ending need to make oneself you know the center of attention. And we're vampires, right? People like us uh, you know with without recovery, you know, without transformation of our basic state, we're vampires. We try to fix ourselves by transfusing other people's admiration of us 
right? We have this hole in our soul that we want to fill with other people's commentary about us. And you see this in the incredibly thin skin of people like myself at times, certainly more in the past. Uh, Ken Brown, like Ken Brown, you know, won't talk to any critic, uh, you know, isolates himself so that he only engages with admirers. You just get the sense with someone like Ken Brown, very much like my father, doesn't so much have friends, only has fans, only has admirers, doesn't want the messy complexity and the negotiation and the vulnerability that comes with, with building friendships. It's just easier to construct this online persona or this preacher persona like my father and develop a following. And followers, right, you at least imagine that they're going to be more subservient and less trouble to interact with, less challenging, less painful, you're less vulnerable, the feeling goes, when you have admirers and followers rather than friends, let alone a spouse. So I, I can empathize with that. I've experienced that. Like, wouldn't it be amazing to have a million people paying attention to me and then I could just pick and choose my admirers and uh, lovers from, you know, people who are who admire me and that way I get to avoid the messy vulnerable difficult part of relationships because I'm just with people who admire me so one of the tells for this is extreme sensitivity criticism so I remember in seventh grade uh, some of the kids started teasing me and I didn't take it too well like I was the king of teasing everyone else but when a few kids just turned it around on me, all right, I yelled, shut up, and I got up and walked out of the room. And the teacher said, you know, why are you guys teasing Luke? And they rightly said, well, he's always doing it to us, which is absolutely true. So I would tease other people. Sometimes I couldn't handle it when they turned it around on me. So you see with Bronze Age pervert, like extreme sensitivity to the slightest criticism like threatening to unleash, you know, the hordes of his followers on anyone who muddies his own grandiose conception of himself as a god who deserves worship. And you see the same dynamic in uh, Ken Brown, a.k.a. Deep Left Jerkle, uh, Richard Spencer. Uh, yeah, many of these other, you know, online right-wing gurus that okay, my own life isn't working, you know, I'm capable of you know, dealing with life on life's terms, like I find reality extremely inconvenient and awkward, so let me live in this delusional world where I am a god and my followers admire me and worship me and I get to you know, plow all the most attractive young men. And and they get to plow people who admire me and worship me, and therefore now I'm free from the vulnerability that comes with normal human intimacy. So I, I feel like I can empathize with these guys in that uh, pretty much lived a highly narcissistic, grandiose, self-centered life where I've wanted to avoid normal forms of human interaction, tried to avoid the complications that come with negotiating friendships, relationships, 
not wanting to make compromises to keep other people in my life and retreating more and more to a virtual world where I can build up this persona of myself as a great man and I can stroke myself off thinking of you know, delusional thoughts about how amazing I am and how you know, various women worship me. So uh, after that Kevin Michael Grace, I think June 22, 2018 show on the Bronze Age Mindset, uh, Bab got in touch with Kevin Michael Grace and like, thanked him for his review and, and said that he hoped he could keep his hordes of followers from you know, descending on me and ruining my life. You also see the same dynamic with uh, Nick Fuentes, uh, you know, pretty thin-skinned uh, criticism, not really having friends, just only wanting to have followers, wanting to avoid the negotiation of vulnerability of normal human interactions, uh, building up this you know, online persona to get his uh, needs for normal human interaction met, but without the messiness of the real thing. And so retreating into you know, grandiose, grandiose delusions about how amazing you are, becoming volcanically furious at anyone who punctures your delusions, lashing out. Isn't there now another Nick Fuentes, uh, Ethan Ralph feud, right? So most people spend as much time online as I do live streaming, right? This becomes our life, right? No one could spend as much time as I do live streaming if they had a family. So we build this virtual persona. We have grandiose conceptions of our own worth and abilities. We become furious to anyone who punctures that grandiosity, thus getting into feuds, which we like because it gives us energy. Like when I had a little back and forth with Dennis Dale, like it then saw an explosion of my live streams, right? So some conflict gives energy and you become even more righteously aggrieved, you do even more live streams, you spend even more time online, you spend even more mental, psychic, emotional, spiritual resources, you know, building up your own worth and your own mind online, you know, taking aim at your enemies. And uh, it's a destructive spiral, which I have gotten caught in many a time. So I think Luke Cross says, when is Luke Ford gonna do a Luke Ford uh, Decoding. Well, I, yeah, as Bernard says, I think I do it quite often. So I recognize in the, the dangerous powers of the e-personality, you know, some really bad trends that I got into, and you know, I recognize them in people who reinvent themselves online. They have nothing going on in the real world, so they prefer to live in a, in a second life where they can imagine that they have all sorts of qualities that they don't have in real life. <laughs>